The Wisdom Podcast is birthed out of the Wisdom Blog, a digital healing hub of inspired consciousness, sacred and practical wisdom, and the divine teachings of authentic power, living one's truth, and spiritual, or as we call it, unconditional love. Many of the topics that we cover arise out of my work with clients who have chosen to live their life from a place of self-honesty and truth, and in doing so, they quite naturally begin the journey inward, acknowledging their authentic self and their capacity for being love and for choosing to live as their highest self. This is what makes it possible for you to experience genuine happiness and inner peace. Each episode offers divinely inspired teachings and insight for how to live consciously aware, to access your inner wisdom, and to help you make the best choices for living an infinite potential. Join me for Consciously Inspired Truth and new thought paradigms for living an abundant and love-filled life, here and now. If you have been listening all month, we have been focusing on therapeutic best practices, all of which to help you on your journey of transformation and personal growth. And I have chosen four different models of psychotherapy to focus on all of which allow you to use the tools and the practices inherent in each to best help yourself. And of course, it goes without saying, I am always here. So if you would like my help, please reach out to me. In today's episode, we are talking about positive psychology. I find this area so fascinating. It is far bigger than simply thinking positively about something, about a situation, about your life. And what we are going to do is explore how positive psychology can serve not only as a remedy for problems, but also as a framework to make your work, your study, your personal life more fulfilling. I'll be sharing the science-based tools and best practices that explore fundamental aspects of positive psychology, including strengths, values, and self-compassion, to give you the tools to enhance your well-being. There's really three key areas that I'd like to share with you here. Seven positive psychology interventions, or PPIs, are the breadth of the work in positive psychology. How these positive psychology interventions work and why they are so helpful. And I believe that if you are taking some notes, you're going to glean several practices here and skills that I know you're going to want to use for the rest of your life. As you're listening to this and the other episodes in this series, use the therapy mapping tool as a guiding tool to answer the questions I have asked of you. That is, what are you working on? How will you know that you're being effective? And of course, what tools and therapeutic interventions will you use to the end and results you seek? You can get the therapy mapping tool from me. You can download it. It's available right here, my gift to you or drop me an email and I will send it to you. Let's begin with what positive psychology interventions are. 
They are a set of scientific tools and strategies that focus on increasing happiness, well-being, and positive cognitions and emotions. Existing research shows that over the years, psychologists have focused more on treatment than on prevention. Psychotherapy and assessments developed and popularized in the past have mostly offered solutions to anomalies such as depression, anxiety, stress, panic, and trauma, among many others. But in the last two decades in particular, there has been a growing focus on tools that can flourish and promote your well-being, and also in the absence of any mental health issues. This is what positive psychology interventions are. They are focused on raising your positive feelings, positive thoughts, and positive behavior. And they have two essential components. The first, to focus on enhancing your happiness through positive thoughts and emotions. And second, the sustainment of the effects of these for the long term. So as you get better at using the tools as you need them, What also begins to happen is you incorporate these tools and skills into your life. They become a life skill. And therefore, they sustain the positive effects you experience for the rest of your life. And I love how this model of psychology really does focus on the strengths, the attributes, the achievements, the traits that you would say you really like and love about yourself. Positive psychology interventions are all based on helping you lean into those ways of being that are already some of your best and most salient strengths. Here's a question I'm going to jump in and ask of you right now, and keep it in mind as we go through the list of the seven positive psychology interventions I'm about to share with you. What are you doing right now that is a practice of positive psychology? As we go through the list, I think you're going to find that you are already practicing positive psychology interventions. And diving in here together, I hope will strengthen your resolve to use positive psychology interventions as a daily practice. The first type of positive psychology intervention is called savoring. Savoring interventions focus on a particular experience and aim to enhance the effects for maximizing happiness. The core principle of these interventions is to encourage you to take in every little aspect of experience, that is, physical, sensory, emotional, and social. And due to its emphasis on wholesome perception, the savoring positive psychology interventions resemble mindfulness strategies, although they're not entirely alike. Savoring interventions can be connected to everyday experiences like breathing, walking, eating, smelling, observing, only with even more orientation and focus to what you are consciously attending to. Think about stepping outside and just being aware of what you take in through your senses. Depending on the time of year you're going to encounter temperature, climate, sound, of course. And the idea of savoring is to really turn up the dial to enhance what you are experiencing. I was 
walking early in the morning. And at this time of year, there's something about the wind that rustles the leaves and the trees that's just so beautiful. It's mesmerizing. So I stop and I just listen. I look up, I pay attention, I take in the sounds. I let the sound and the feeling of the wind just move through me as well. And that's an example of savoring, using your senses and just being very present to everything. Savoring positive psychology interventions can be reliably used for treating depression and mood disorders as they produce happiness and self-satisfaction. And I must say, each of the seven positive psychology interventions has an abundance of research connected to it. We know that these work, and they are helpful far beyond the traditional way of thinking about positive psychology as to see the world with rose-colored glasses or approach things from a perspective of your glass half full. Yes, these are important, but the seven interventions we're talking about go deeper still. Let's look at number two. Number two is one I know you have been using already. It is gratitude. I've always said this, the quickest, the most direct path to happiness is gratitude. And gratitude evokes strong feelings of positivity in the person who gives it and the person who receives it. Gratitude interventions are categorized into two parts. First, self-reflective practices. For example, writing a gratitude journal that you keep as a tool of self-expression. And second, gratitude as an interactive method, whereby we actively express gratitude to others by saying thank you, giving small tokens of appreciation, or reaching out and connecting with someone and expressing positivism to them. For whatever type of practice you follow, gratitude interventions have proven benefits in increasing happiness and satisfaction. Research shows that as gratitude is such a powerful emotion, that by merely identifying and naming the incidents and the people we would like to thank, we can feel more positive and motivated from the inside. Third on our list of seven positive psychology interventions is kindness. Another one I know that you have used. Kindness is a trait all happy people possess. And studies have shown that happiness and kindness go hand in hand and complement each other. Positive psychology interventions focusing on compassion can be simple acts like buying someone a small token of love, volunteering for a cause you believe in, donating something, helping a stranger in need. And certainly a smile and hello and a thank you are acts of kindness. Kindness reinforces your happiness and positivism. It's what helps you to feel better. Of course, one of the simplest things you can do to enhance your mood is to be kind to yourself and also to others. Another example of a kindness booster positive psychology intervention is called pro-social spending. This is like paying it forward. It is willingly buying something for someone as a gesture of goodwill. It can be taking your partner out for a meal, paying for the order for the person standing in line behind you, 
These are examples of kindness activities that promote happiness through altruistic and selfless contentment. We always feel better when we are kind. Number four in our list is empathy-positive psychology interventions. Empathy-orientated interventions focus on strengthening positive emotions in interpersonal relationships. For example, healthy social bonds, both personal and professional, are essential for happiness and contentment, and they contribute to our feelings of contentment and purpose. You might find it interesting that positive psychology interventions that promote empathy include activities like self-love activities and self-love meditations and mindfulness practices and self-care, all of which have the focus on creating positive feelings towards oneself and others by being more mindfully connected to the present. Empathy-based interventions also focus on building relationships through effective communication, a broader and open perspective, and for bridging the gap between self and others. The core principle behind empathy as a positive psychology intervention is to understand another's perspective and to also build strong connections with others. I also want to say here that empathy toward oneself is extremely important as a positive psychology intervention. When we can practice being kind and thoughtful and reverent and having empathy for ourselves as we may be going through challenges and hardships and maybe just an abundance of tasks that we need to accomplish each day. The empathy here is being patient with self, using kind words, being attentive to one's needs. That could be a nap, it could be exercise, it could be taking a break, all of which helps support our well-being. All right, number five on our list of positive psychology interventions is optimistic interventions. Optimistic interventions create positive outcomes by setting realistic expectations. An example of an optimistic positive psychology intervention is an exercise called Imagine Yourself, or I often refer to it as your future ideal self where you write down how and where you see yourself in the future. Evidence suggests that although this might be a relatively easy task, non-directed imagination is actually a great way for people to understand how positive they can be about themselves and their life. And another interesting optimism-orientated positive psychology intervention is what is called the life summary technique. It's a practice where we assume we are happy and prosperous in our life, and we write a summary of our life based on that assumption. It's like a life in review, and it focuses on our strengths and achievements and all of the beautiful aspects of our life so far. This is also another tool and practice that is exceptionally great for gaining insight into what you are doing in your daily life how it can hopefully lead to satisfaction and a feeling of purpose and meaning, and also how you can pursue the ideal life you want. 
this is actually a perfect time and a place for me to share out a few additional PDF tools that I have that my team and I have created to help you practice positive psychology. The first is called Daily Positivity. And if you are someone that is enjoying a daily writing or journal practice, or if you would like to begin one, this is an excellent tool. It is a one-page PDF, and there are four main journal prompts here. I give myself permission to, and there are some suggestive, compassionate, and kindness tools that you can use to help you answer that. The next is, I will be kind to myself today. And this is meant to be a sentence stem. So you're going to complete the sentence. Third, if I am 10% more self-compassionate today, and then again, you complete the sentence. And then fourthly, you have space to record daily reflections, all of which are to encourage acts and thoughts of positivism, which is precisely what positive psychology is all about. And the more you prime your brain for this, the more you make positivism a daily habit and a practice, the easier it will be for you to think and feel positive as a way of being. The life summary technique that I mentioned is similar to one that I've created with my team called Wheel of Life. It's another tool, another PDF that I have available here for you. The link will be in the description. You have a chance to download any or all of these tools. They are a nominal fee and print them off and use them to retrain the way you think and live. This Wheel of Life tool, it has eight sections, all describing different aspects of your life. On the second page is a list of these eight aspects. And the Wheel of Life tool encourages you to rate your level of current satisfaction in each of these areas of life. And the areas that score lower on a Likert scale of 1 to 10 would be areas that you would focus upon to grow, to feel better about, to develop some positive psychology practices and practices using other models of therapy to help build your level of satisfaction and comfort and success in each area. And finally, a PDF titled Mind Reset. It is another two-page PDF that I encourage you to use as a worksheet and a tool to help you practice mindset theory, which based on the research suggests that people either have a fixed or growth mindset, and what you adopt determines your success. This tool helps you reset a fixed mindset, because if your mindset is fixed, you tend to believe that you're born with a certain level of intelligence, skill, and ability, and that this is unchangeable. Whereas if you focus on the tools here for building a growth mindset, you begin to embrace challenges because you believe that these can help you learn and develop skills and improve with practice all of which lead to greater well-being and self-satisfaction. All right, let's jump back into our list of seven positive psychology interventions with number six, strength building. Strength in positive psychology refers to internal capabilities and values. Studies have illustrated that awareness and acknowledgement of power and self-efficacy 
helps in reducing symptoms of depression and increases self-contentment. Think of situations that have been challenging for you, and perhaps you've leaned into your own skills and your inner wisdom, what psychologists also refer to as practical wisdom, for navigating the challenge. And certainly, yes, we can have help from others, but it's about knowing that you got through, that you got to the other side of this challenge or difficult situation, and that you relied on your own capabilities and resources and inner strengths. And so there are ways to build greater strength, mainly through the everyday challenges and stressors we face and how you approach these. And of course, if you are challenging yourself with a goal that is a little bit bigger and maybe one that is longer term, you're certainly going to tap into your inner strengths to help you be successful in what you want to achieve. And finally, number seven, meaning-orientated positive psychology interventions. So this category helps in understanding what is meaningful to us in life and why and what we can do to achieve the things that matter. A person who has clarity of goals and expectations is far more likely to feel happier, satisfied, and on purpose. If you're aware of Abraham Maslow's theory of need hierarchy, how it looks is like a triangle, essentially. And at the highest level of human needs are things like self actualization, self-enhancement, self-esteem, all of which are intertwined with finding and living a greater purpose or meaning of life. And at the bottom, the, the larger part of the triangle, we have basic needs such as shelter, food, water, that sort of thing. As you move up the need hierarchy, as you are able to employ positive psychology interventions that are meaning-orientated, These are activities like finding meaning in your daily activities, setting realistic goals, and employing effective means to achieve them, and also reflecting on your thoughts and emotions, being introspective and self-aware, and processing your feelings. Meaning-orientated positive psychology interventions are also widely used for treating stress disorders especially post-traumatic stress disorder, where a person needs guidance to find lost happiness in life and to cope with the aftereffects of a disaster. We're going to jump into how these positive psychology interventions work. Very simply, they are directed towards improving upon what is already there inside of us which again means using positive psychology interventions like any of the ones I mentioned are going to help build confidence, self-esteem, self-worth, well-being, a positive mindset, resilience, and they're going to allow you to feel far more happier and able to successfully navigate life. And finally, a study conducted on the role of time focus and the effectiveness of positive psychology interventions revealed that the two operating factors that contribute most to the success of each of these seven interventions are a shift of attention from negative to positive and an internalization of positive emotions, both of which happen when you are using each of these seven positive psychology interventions. I do hope that you will practice them, incorporate them into your life as life skills, 
And I would love to hear from you if you have any that you have created, that you use, that you find helpful for you. And again, thank you so much for diving into this area of psychology, this model of psychotherapy with me. And if you would like my help to employ any of the ones that I've mentioned and others, do reach out and let me help. Thank you so much for joining me here. I will see you in the next episode. This is Dorothy Zanori Juno. Namaste. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed others that you've listened to, I invite you to join me as a patron of the podcast. With your support, with your love, it's one way to help support us to grow and to bring you more incredible content and video podcast episodes. And more than that, it allows you access to all of the amazing content we have right here. I do invite you to share out the episodes and to write in your feedback and to become a member of this community, become a patron member. I thank you so much in advance. And one final note, I'm so happy to share this with you. Juno is here. Juno is a sacred space to find wisdom, love, and healing and for helping you to create more balance in your life, for finding the peace that lives within you, for experiencing greater self-love, for learning to embody happiness, and for awakening and living your authentic power. We are all seekers. If you are on a spiritual path or in search of one, explore the journey to your highest self within a safe and nourishing environment that supports you in manifesting your best life and living your greatness. Juno is an uplifting conscious community and a loving, sacred home to wellness, healing, and living a conscious life through meditation mindfulness, spirituality, self-care, self-discovery, and transformational tools, coaching, and therapy, all to help you live a happier, healthier, and love-filled life. Let Juno be a guide for your inspired wisdom and a loving and supportive community that has your back as you embark the journey you are already on of transformation and self-actualization. You can find the Juno app of wisdom, healing, and love in the Google Play Store and the App Stores. I will also leave a link here with a special coupon for you as a welcomed listener to the podcast where you can purchase Juno at a special price. We've got you. See you on the inside and sending you great love. This is Dorothy Zanori Juno. Namaste. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wisdom Podcast. To hear more, please check out the other episodes right here. And I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast so you'll know when each new episode is released. Join me on this incredible journey into self-love, self-actualization, living your truth, and being remarkable as you live an incredible life. 
And if this episode resonated for you, I'd love for you to share it with someone you know would benefit from listening. I also invite you to join me at DorothyZonoriJuno.com, where you'll find the wisdom blog, the inspiration for this podcast, as well as my online courses, YouTube videos, and the wisdom archives. These are an extensive digital library of guided meditations, mindfulness musings, spiritual teachings, best therapeutic practices for nourishing your whole being, and to transform, to heal, and live your abundant potential. Please also visit me on social media and say hello. Allow yourself to go within to access your inner wisdom and to live this. Awaken your authentic power, live your truth, and most of all, be love. Thank you. Sending you great love. This is Dorothy. Namaste.